rushing touchdowns, picked up two today. Here he is again. Watch out! See you later! Landell White! Touchdown, Tennessee! 80 yards! And now Lindell White breaking through the front of that defensive front seven and just running to daylight, cutting it up, and there's just nobody there, Gus. Welcome along and welcome back to the Transatlantic Titans podcast. We are, well, we're still here. Um, we have positive things to talk about because we are a Tennessee Titans podcast. Um, I am hosting as has become usual. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, let me know if you'd like to change that. I'll be happy to. I'm Adam. Um, joining me today, we've got Greg, we have got Neil, and we have got Miles. So hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Good evening. I wonder if Good I should actually... Sorry, Neil. I wonder if I actually <laughs> think about what I'm going to say before I start doing, doing these random um, sprawling introductions, but there we go. Before I do anything else... Um, Shout out to Owen and Sean at the Irish Titans. Um, really enjoyed their their podcast this week and obviously them giving me a bit of love. So a bit of love back to you guys. Um, just almost their opinions on almost anything will just make me smile. Um, it's great. And they're more often right than wrong. And the whole sentiment thing with Marcus, we we totally get. I think we're we're all on board with that. Um so yeah, keep keep doing what you're you're doing. And we yeah, we're gonna have to do this thing together at some point and get you guys guys on, maybe one at a time or both. We'll see. Um well a bit of a unusual start. First time we've done this um we're gonna have a little quiz to to start this podcast. So Greg has prepared something, so over to you, sir. Yeah, honorary quiz master for the night. Um, so I've got 16 questions. Uh, it's going to be fingers on the buzzers, and by buzzers, just shout your name. Um, and yeah, we'll see who, who gets the most points and who wins. And feel free to play along at home, although shouting your name probably isn't a great idea. So... Question one. <laughs> That's all right, Richard Osman there. A little bit, yeah. I must admit, I'm embarrassed. Anyway, uh, question one. The Titans played their home games at which stadium from 1999? What was So basically, what was the initial name of the, the stadium when it was first opened? Adam. Neil. Adam. The Adelphia Coliseum. Correct. And now I need to make sure I mark down your scores because otherwise we're all going to be like, no idea who's got what. Cool. Question two. In what season did Eddie George have his best season, statistically speaking, rushing for over 1,500 yards and scoring 14 touchdowns? Neil. Neil. 99. No. Miles. Miles. I had 97. No. You can okay. keep buzzing in until, until we Adam, get it. Adam, I'll go a bit later. 2003? No. Come on, boys, this is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, miles. <laughs> Come on, Miles. <laughs> 2000. 2000 is right. Thank goodness for oh. that. We're going to be going a while. <laughs> we, nearly, we nearly lost the whole of Tennessee, though, how embarrassing that was. Anyway, question three. Uh, the Titans hosted their first regular Monday night football game at the Adelphia Coliseum in 2000 with a 27-13 victory. Who did they defeat? Neil. 
Go on, uh, uh, New York Giants. Incorrect. <sighs> Adam. Go on, Adam. This is a, a guess, to be truthful. The New York Jets. Also incorrect. Oh. Uh, well, I'll, Miles, I'll do a guess. I, 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 for some reason, I thought the 49ers, but it doesn't sound right. No, incorrect. Yeah. My boy, this is the last quiz we do, because I'm not going to lie. <laughs> My friend. <laughs> My guess were purely based on Keith Bullock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, just name teams, boys. Just name teams. <laughs> All right. The Jags. Correct. Whoa. Okay. Oh, relevant. Nice one. Uh, cool. Question four. Uh, Bud Adams announced in December 1998 that the Oilers would become the Titans. Uh, who was the last opponent to face the Oilers? Oh, the heck. This is, in your, this is in your territory, mate. Again, just name absolutely teams. Absolutely no idea. The Bengals. Uh, Incorrect. 49ers again. Incorrect. Ravens. Incorrect. Browns. Incorrect. Patriots. Chiefs. Incorrect on both counts. I love how we stop buzzing in, we're just shouting teams. It seems more efficient. <laughs> <laughs> the Colts. Who who are in the old Central Division? Who haven't said the Jags again? I don't know. Right. Touched before my time. This to be fair. Uh, I'll be honest. I can't. In, in remember, my... I cannot remember the last time that we played this team. Uh, must be. It must have been a some time ago. Seahawks. Incorrect. Is it an NFC team? It is an NFC team. Packers. Incorrect. The Vikings. Oh no. Correct. Oh, well, I'm getting the lucky ones here, aren't I? I'll take them. <laughs> well done. Uh, right. Okay. Hopefully this will. Uh, this is a little bit more recent. So fingers crossed. This uh, this this one will go a little bit better. Cool. In the 2017 NFL Draft, who did the Titans pick in the fifth round? <laughs> the fifth round. <laughs> Come on, you're gonna kick yourself if you don't get this. Okay. Oh. 2017. It's brilliant being Quizmaster, and we're going to have to put some music in the background because there's silence. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about that. <laughs> can, 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 we have, can we have offense or defense? <laughs> sure, okay, I'll give you a clue on the defense. Adam. Go Crookshank. No, that was a year after, I believe. That was 2018, I think. Jalen Brown. There you go, Neil. That's Jay a Brown. shout. Oh, yes, what a that's shout. How get, that's how you get your points, Neil. Good work. Don't know if you could Google that one, but fair play. Uh, right, no. quick. <laughs> question six. Uh, in the 2016 NFL draft, uh, the Titans picked three players in the second round. Who did they draft first in the second round? Neil. Go on, Neil. Oh, Johnson. Incorrect. Although that is one of the three. I've missed I, I, the, something skipped and I missed the answer there but I'm going to guess well, and if I say the same thing as Neil it will sound embarrassing I'm going to say Derek Henry yeah that was that's the second of the three uh, uh, Derek Henry was the third Austin Johnson was the second who was the first Neil, uh, Neil. Defense, defensive end from Clemson uh, oh what's his name you're garbage <laughs> <laughs> you're a total oh, garbage yeah oh um, 
yeah. We tried uh, to turn him into an outside linebacker. A four-three defensive end. Nah, his name escapes. He's, he's totally. gone from the team. Dodd. Dodd. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dodd. Kevin Dodd. No, Kevin Dodd. Adam, I'm going to give that one to you. I think you shouted just about. Uh, just I wouldn't him. have got that without Neil describing him. <laughs> no, <laughs> there you go. It's a team effort. I'll be honest, I was, I was hoping this would go a bit more swimmingly, but uh, we'll, we'll carry on. Question seven. What was our record in the 2012 season? Our overall record in the 2012 season? Adam. Go on, Adam. Four, four and 12? No. 2012, we were bad. I can think of that, that game in Chicago. No. So I'll I'll tell you we are we were better than four and twelve, five and eleven, slightly better. Oh, six and ten. There you go. Now I don't want to ask. Uh, cool. Question eight: Who was the uh, 2013 defensive coordinator? So who was defensive coordinator in 2013? Rather, <laughs> that wasn't a good defense around that time, was it? <laughs> um, Great. We're not covering ourselves in glory here, are we? Oh, pe- people are screaming at their phones right now, aren't they, while they're listening? We are having a bit of a shocker. I'm going to have to try and come up with some simpler questions, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm blank here. Um, okay, so I'll, get, I'll give you a clue. Surname is also a colour. That's a massive clue. <laughs> I knew I was blank before the question was asked, so yeah, I, I'm not a clue on mind. Cool, are we, uh, we giving up on that one? <sighs> Alright, the answer is Jerry Gray. Yeah, yeah, Jerry Gray. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip question nine because uh, if we don't think you guys would even know the answer to this, but it's basically the question was where is he now coaching? <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> no. No, Vikings. Uh, cool, question 10. Who was drafted in the third round of the uh, 2011 NFL draft? Third round. One player was drafted in the third round. And the clue is... Adam. Oh, no, it won't be. No, no. Go on, Adam. Go on. Oh, I'm missing out on the clue now. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> no, this wouldn't have been a third round pick. I'm just going to make myself look an idiot by, by saying the GOAT, Brett Kern. But, um... He was actually early. I was surprised how long he's actually been on the team. But yeah, I mean, he was drafted, I think, 2008 or nine, I think, if I remember right. But no, it's not... But he is uh, he is still on the team now. Ah, is it Casey? It is. Oh, yes. well done. Well done. That's good work. Yeah, yeah, I, I, wanted... I waited for the cloak. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's the way forward. Uh, cool. Question 11. Mike Malarkey took charge partway through the 2015 season. Uh, what was our record uh, in the nine games that he took charge of in that season? Adam. Go on, Adam. See, I'm going to be... This... So we we beat the Bucks and the Saints early in that season, and I think we only won one other game, which was that ludicrous Jags game where Marcus ran for 87 yards for a touchdown. So it's, I mean, in nine games, I'm going to say one and eight. Incorrect. Oh. I Neil. showed my working. Go on, Neil. I know you did everything right. I'm going to say three and six. Incorrect. I'll take two and seven. Good work, Miles. <laughs> Process of elimination, I like it. Uh, yeah, but correct, it was two and seven. Question 12, uh, what is the 
Tennessee Titans overall record since becoming the Titans. I'm going to do closest to on this one because obviously it is quite a bit of a range on it. So uh, closest to. So give me a record and I'll tell you whoever was closest. How many years have we got? I'm doing maths in my head. 20 and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's... Uh... I'm doing this is quite advanced mathematics going on in my head right now I'll I'll, I'll give you a slight clue we've played 330 games Adam I will go on Adam go on Adam 165 and 165 okay I'm gonna say 140 to 187 Okay, Neil, what's your prediction? 330. Uh, so 330. I'm going to go 180, 150 in favour. Okay, Adam, winning, you, winning Adam, Adam, you were closest. It was actually 169, 161, so you're already four games out. Good work. We just live it. We're in the middle. We just we're live in the middle, don't we? <laughs> We're literally middle of the road every year. Cool. Uh, was question 13. We've only got, I think, four more questions left, so we'll power through these very quickly. What was the score in the defeat to the Patriots in the 2017 Divisional Playoffs? Oh. Adam. Go on, Adam. 35-14. Spot on. First time. Good work. Yeah, correct. It was 35-14. Uh, who was named Rookie of the Year in 1999? That's the league rookie of the year. Neil. Javon uh, Curse. Correct. Good yeah, work. Good shout. Good shout. Good work, Neil. Uh, question 15. Uh, how many numbers the Titans slash Oilers have retired in total? So they obviously had two earlier this year, but how many in total is there retired? Uh, can I, Adam? Go on, mate. I'm going to go for eight. Spot on. Oh. And the final one. Name. Oh, no, no, don't. I was going to do name them, and then I was like, knowing how this quiz has gone, it's probably not a great idea. I could um, name a few of them. Yeah, like name two. They were both done in September. Okay, Steve and, Steve and Eddie. You've got Warren Moon, um, Earl Campbell, I think. Bruce, Bruce Matthews. Bruce Matthews. Matthews, yeah. Mm. Uh. Munchak? Would they have... I think Munchak no. won, I think. Yeah, let's check now. But let's do the final question. Okay. Um, so, if you were to add Ty Smith's jersey number and Joshua Kalu's jersey number together, what number would you get? Oh, no idea. I don't know what number Ty Smith is. I could tell you, <laughs> tell you Kalu's number because it. Uh, Tony Romo shouting it out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I'll have a guess because right. like, he's based on his position. Oh, let's go 60. Thinking of you, Matt Neely, 69. Spot on. Whoa, no way. <laughs> that one's for you, Neely. That one's for you. 69. <laughs> Absolutely spot on. So Ty Smith, 23. Joshua Clue, 46. And that is the end of our probably never returning again Titan <laughs> quiz. <laughs> it was a very strong finish. <laughs> Extremely strong finish, my dad. 
That is that is a strong finish. Fair play to you. So uh, with that, Miles, you got five nil. Disappointing two. Uh, sorry, big fun. Miles, you got six. Uh, oh. Disappointing two. Apologies. Uh, and then Adam, you got eight. Oh, wow! Didn't feel like that. <laughs> did well. I take that. We all did horrendously. No, did. <laughs> <laughs> there are no winners today. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all losers on that, on that side. Even me as Quizmaster, I'm going to have to dumb it down a little bit for the next one. Or we'll have to just get better guests. Maybe that's, the, that's, maybe that's what's yeah, going to I think that's probably... <laughs> Yeah, that's probably a key. <laughs> dumb it down next time and then someone like Brian or Harry will come on and just smash it out of the park. So. <laughs> Do we... I'm, I'm wondering if we... We set a challenge for any any new guest appearing on the podcast, but then I, I'm also concerned that we've discredited ourselves by from even doing this by what just happened. True. Um, I'll add, add an interesting one for uh, for next week, which was not quite quick fire questions. It was uh, something a little bit different, but so hopefully that one won't be as as difficult. But going by how bad that went, it might. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. A lot, a lot of the stuff. <laughs> a lot of the drafts I'm bad at. Like I'm, I'm quite. I've got quite a good mind in remembering sort of what happened in each year, that type of thing. But when play, like what round of a draft is this, that's tough. Yeah, you know, unless it's sort of an obvious first rounder of of people who uh, at least are either still on the team or, in Kevin Dodd's case, was just that, <laughs> that dreadful that I was expecting someone to be like ah. Oh, yeah, that clown. But yeah, it's, I'll dumb it down next time. There was a couple in there that I didn't expect people to get overall record, for example. But it was fun while it lasted. I'm a bit disturbed that I could still remember. Some, some people still listening now to me for the rest of the podcast. They've not all just switched off, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something a bit different. I'm not going to lie. We haven't got a Jim Wyatt interview for you this week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Um, so if you're hanging around for that, then you've you've wasted your last 17 minutes or whatever this is. So apologies. <laughs> uh, let's let's look ahead. We we've had a bye week, which which is quite nice. I don't know about you, but I quite enjoyed watching Red Zone and seven hours of commercial free football without any stress, which which is a an odd thing. And um, but we've got the the Jags coming up this Sunday in the. Well, the UK 9 p.m. slot, which is which is always nice. Um, I mean, we're favourites in a game, which hasn't been the case for a while. Should we be favourites? Is this is this a banana skin, or are we going to steamroller them with with Derek Henry take, doing the brunt of the work? Oh, um, I've already put this down as a must win. I don't know if it's anyone else. It feels like a must win. Um, obviously, post statistically, yeah. it's not, but uh, I think it's it's one of them. I I, I watched Red Zone last uh, Sunday, just gone. Like you said, it was quite nice. I, I thought I'd treat myself because we didn't lose. Um, so as I was watching, I thought I'd also watch as much of the Jags game as I could. Not that my scouting can do anything to help the team, but I was interested to see how um, Foles was looking. He had a couple of all right throws, but uh, yeah, I, I I see it already as a. Uh, I, I think we should go in as favourites. That their defence really struggled against the run. Um, which, you know, with Henry should be an advantage to ourselves. Um, but no, I, I 
I can see why the why we were the favourites going into it. Uh, there's been a lot of talk this week I've, when I've been watching NFL Network, a team sort of saying it's it's the time of year where the Titans can start stringing a few wins together, and I'm optimistic that'll happen. The the, the thing about the the run is what's making my eyes light up, um, yeah. and it, it should be a huge night for number twenty two. We saw we. It's hard to forget the same fixture from last year, obviously. But that always fills me with fear. Like Sometimes our offensive coordinator and head coach don't always do what you think is the the obvious thing or the right thing to do. Preach, didn't we we talk about this in, uh, was it the Carolina game? Didn't we say, oh, the, the, you know, their run defence? I can't It might not have been Carolina. Yeah. There was a game yeah, earlier this sure year. It was. And then he got two touches in the first half. And it's just like, well, hold on a minute. Yeah. This is supposed to be a game that we just basically run the ball down their throats. And, and we haven't done that. Um, listen, any game against the Jags is must win. Uh, even if we're uh, going into the final week of the season, uh, 0-15, I think we, 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 we would all agree that we still have to beat the Jags because I can't stand losing to them. So, uh, yeah, for me, I'm 100%. If we've got any ambition to at least try and sneak a playoff spot, we've got to win those four divisional games, realistically. Um, I think the 0-2 divisional record that we have is not going to do us any favours. Um, and Obviously, we've already lost to the Jags once and losing or being swept by them isn't an option, in my opinion. I think we have to win this game. We absolutely have to win this game. And I would just... 100% run the ball down their throats. If Derrick Henry gets going, then there's every chance that we'll win this game. And he's only 100, I think I read somewhere on Twitter, he's only 168 yards away from 1,000 yards this season. Um, rushing yards, obviously. So it'd be good to get him as many carries as possible, get him over that 1,000 mark on the way to a win, hopefully. I just, I just want to see us back up a win. Like, we've done it, especially the past couple of seasons, We've had like a, a signature win or a season-defining win, and then we fell flat in the following game. Uh, and this is a perfect opportunity to back up that Kansas City game against an average, probably poor, average to poor team in Jacksonville. It feels like a good opportunity to like get the monkey off our back, where we have a a, a season-defining win, and then we fall flat against inferior opponents the following week. Seems to have happened four, five, six times in the last few seasons. I think this is just an opportunity to stop that in its tracks. Yeah, to- totally agree. But it just comes it comes with its nerves and it's it, the the fact that it's a divisional game, the fact that we didn't win in Jacksonville, it just feels like there's a there's a lot a lot riding on this. In a funny way, nobody expecting us to beat the Chiefs probably took a bit of pressure off and we you know we had those bits of luck and all the rest of it, but it was still a fantastic performance. It's can the can the players be as fired up to do the to do the same thing again? I mean, you play half as well as we did against Kansas City. There's there's no reason it shouldn't be an easy victory. Um, and I actually thought the Jags would trouble the Colts a bit more than they did last week, uh, with Foles coming back and whether that would give them a spark. Um, the the Colts have looked a bit shaky themselves, um, but yeah, and the the Jags looked a bit woeful. Well, they were downright poor, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that helps either. <laughs> they're they're going to be angry, and that's the way football can go. You know, but if, thing... it, if there's if there's any games that you that that you 
can't if you can't get yourself up for a divisional game when we're in the situation that we're in, where yeah, sure, we're still outsiders to make the playoffs, we're sure outsiders to to win the division and everything else. But if you can't get yourself up for this game on Sunday, then you're probably in the wrong job. Um, oh yeah, it, I, t- I totally agree. Yeah. You just have to, like, you just have to turn up and you have to perform and just hope that it will be enough. It was not enough at the beginning of the season when uh, it was all the kind of everyone riding on that Minshew wave and um, <laughs> I think that, that wave is, is now gone and it, the water's settled and they're finally showing themselves for the team that they've been in the last two seasons and hopefully we can show them a little bit more I think I'd love to I'd love to just see a really comfortable win I can't remember the last time that we that we won a game comfortably probably Cleveland I guess I'm, um, but obviously, you know, even then, it wasn't particularly comfortable until probably the beginning of the fourth quarter. The last um, comfortable win came up in your quiz in 1998, I think. It feels like that. Probably did, yeah. And we all got it wrong still. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's one It's one that, yeah, it's definitely must win. It's definitely, if we have any ambitions to try and make the playoffs, it's definitely must win. Um, obviously, for us, coming off a bye week, you never really know what to expect. Hopefully, we'll have some players back. Because, I mean, we beat Kansas City with missing five, six really quite key players, really. So, hopefully, if we can get at least the majority of those back, um, I don't think there's any excuse for us not to not to win the game Sunday, really. That's that's the bottom line. You don't you don't win this game, you can forget forget playoff ambitions. Then it's you know, back to taking stock of everything. I mean, if five and five, yeah, t- ten and six is probably enough. But you've got to win certainly all but one of those divisional games, and we've got four left. And if the one that you don't win is against the Jags, then you, you're struggling. You've got to win out, and you've got the Saints. Raiders away, that's going to be tough. Two yeah. games, two games against the Texans, and obviously before that, we're at, at the Colts. It's a tough looking stretch. So yeah, must must win is exactly right, and yeah, it's just got to happen. You know, no more no more excuses. Um, yeah, I mean, it, a comfortable would be nice. I don't I don't know about other teams, but even I was thinking about comfortable wins that Packers win from 2016 when we sort of were about 35 points to the good in the second quarter or whatever it was it, even that didn't feel comfortable it's just following the Titans something something about it but yeah not having not waking my entire street up in the fourth quarter would be a bonus for my household anyway <laughs> yeah definitely terrorised the cat in that Kansas City game he was uh, <laughs> I think I definitely uh got lost in that one a little bit but yeah I mean listen it's all about those moments don't get me wrong and if they if those moments you could guarantee a win then uh, yeah, they're always <laughs> great but but the amount of times that uh, we've we've been in those sort of moments or and then come up short is is, is what then ultimately breaks your heart but it would be very very tight to kind of lose the game Sunday as well let's face it off the back of a great win against Kansas City in a game where we're favourites we don't like to be favourites um, we like to be the underdog so it will be very, very Titans to lose it, but I don't think there's an option to do that. I, yeah, I, I definitely couldn't stomach losing that game come Sunday. Okay. I, I love how confident we all aren't <laughs> at this point, and we, re- <laughs> we really should be. Anybody We're all not... Titans fans, Adam. Yeah, We're all I Titans fans. We've deployed this team long enough to know what to expect. 
<laughs> Anybody not predicting a win, though? I mean, I mean, for me, I, I watched the, the Jags game last week and I watched them give away, what, 200 yards on the ground to the Colts? And we've had a bye week and we've had a week off where every, everyone, and when I say everyone, everyone that I've heard is saying, run the ball with Henry, that's how you win this game. And I'm fully prepared to watch the game on Sunday and that not what we do. But I, <laughs> I can Lewis. still... Yeah, well, exactly. Well, <laughs> there was a tweet before saying, like, we're one of the most successful screen teams in the league. And it's like, that's all we do. That's why. So like if you force it enough, you probably are statistically up there. Um, but no, I can I can see the win. Um, I, I think the Jaguars are going to force Foles to prove that he's the right decision to be in there. And I reckon it might be to their predicament where they force it too much with him. That's what I saw happen in the Colts game where Foles was forced into a lot of plays where you just didn't need to do it. So I have a funny feeling they're going to do the same against the Titans to try and get, oh, we're going to get a win against a rival with Foles at QB. And I can just see it being a downfall. I can re- I can really see us getting a, a, hopefully a comfortable, but that never happens with ourselves. Just a decent <laughs> victory. There you go. That sounded confident. Yeah, I think I meant what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do score predictions this week because it's. Well, we never get them right. Sixty-nine nil. <laughs> yeah, sixty-nine nil exactly. Um. Yeah, a bit of um, a couple of other. Uh, I'm not even gonna call this news, uh, but <laughs> Greg, you shared a a tweet with us earlier. Um, a rumor making its. Uh, I'm not even sure where this tweet came from. Bleacher Report, by the looks of it. A rumour making its way through league circles, which I can almost say, is that Philip Rivers, who'll be a free agent this summer, would love to play for the Titans. Um, he might love it. Anybody here love that idea? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a case for it. and I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I love the idea, but I am mm-hmm. going to make a case for it. Just if you cast your mind back to like five weeks, we were all unsure as to whether Ryan Tannehill were the the guy to replace Marcus Mariota. And now five weeks later, looking objectively and playing devil's advocate, as Titans fans, we're kind of turning his nose up at the thought of Philip Rivers, who was a future Hall of Fame quarterback, coming and playing for Tennessee for <laughs> two years for for a team that a lot of us say has got a lot of talent and is two or three players away from being a real contender, I cannot see a better fit anywhere in the NFL for Philip Rivers and Tennessee. And I'm not trying to discredit what Ryan Tannehill's doing because I've enjoyed it as much as anybody. And I've got like real like uh, Matt Asselbeck vibes from Ryan Tannehill. He's a steady hand doing we can win games with and uh, I think we've sort of fallen on his feet with having one of the best backups in the league who's now become a really solid and and a starter that you can that you can actually win games and have a decent campaign with but if you if you just take all that away take all the emotion out of it and think about Philip Rivers body of work and whether he's got anything left and how our team is set up to win now I can see a case for Philip Rivers being a, a quality option for us and I'm, I'm not I'm not 
dismissing that he's had a poor season or up to now one of his worst seasons. But also, I'm not sure that he's finished either. So I'm not. I'm not saying I'd love it, but I'm not going to just totally dismiss and discredit it either. If you understand what I mean. It's a difficult one because you're right. Five weeks ago, we were all very much who who knows who was going to be under centre and actually be able to move the team forward as a, as quarterback. But but two three weeks ago, everyone was convinced that Tom Brady was selling his house and moving to Nashville <laughs> and becoming the Titans quarterback next year as well. So uh, yeah, I, I, no, not for me, not a chance. I think um, uh, I think he's he's definitely. Don't get me wrong. I think he's had a a good a, a good career, but. He's never won, never won a Super Bowl. Why would he come here and win a Super Bowl with us? I don't, I don't really see it. And also, I don't. With what we know now, what we've seen so far from Tannehill, um, I see Tannehill being a much better um, fit for our scheme. I don't see Rivers fitting that. To be honest with you, he's not mobile in any way, shape, or form, which is understandable at his age and with. 69,000 children that he has. Uh, I can understand <laughs> not, not being particularly mobile with them being on his back. But listen, at the end of the day, I would never... Uh, I, at the moment, if you said to me, right, there's your option, Tannehill or Rivers, it's, it's currently Tannehill. Sure, four or five weeks ago, you're probably right. I probably would have been like, actually, it's worth a punt. Um, I think there was actually a poll on Twitter by someone who I can't remember who it was asking... Would you go Tannehill, Rivers, Brady, or first-round rookie? Um, and I think the the majority uh, seem to go Tannehill, and, and that that to me I think says it all. I think he's convinced me what I saw against in the Kansas game, especially um, convinced me that he's he's putting the team on his back. That two-point conversion was really showed me a hell of a lot in him, especially a guy who's been injured as much as anyone to throw himself into that and push himself to get those extra points. Uh, and just generally the way he's led the team since he's, since he's come in, uh, probably bar the, even the Panthers game, bar that game a little bit, but everything else has been pretty much on point. He's, he's done what, what exactly the coaching team expected him to do. So I, I know, I know where you're coming from Neil and I don't, uh, won't discredit in terms of your argument on it, but I think if I had to choose it right well, now, just discredit him, just do it. Yeah, F you, Neil. Yeah, for me, uh, yeah, I'd much rather go down the Tannehill route for a year with a, a good first-round quarterback sitting behind him and then hopefully we go and get the next Patrick Mahomes and uh, win the Super Bowl in the next two, three years. I, I don't think it's about... I don't think this is us being snobby or saying we're, we're, t- you know, we're too good for Rivers or anything like that. Like that, or this isn't really. This isn't even about Tannehill for me. This this whole thing is the fact that I just I look at Philip Rivers in the last few weeks, and I can't see I can't see him being an improvement on anybody. I can't see him being an improvement for probably twenty eight well, teams in the NFL right now. He would. I mean, he would be an improvement playing... on, on Luke Falk. Let's face it. I mean, if you well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah. Luckily, he's not he's not starting for us or anybody, uh, but. Yeah, I, I don't. That game against the Chiefs on Monday night, where the Chargers should have won if it wasn't for him, and it, it. But it's not an isolated case. Now, don't get me wrong. This isn't me bashing Philip Rivers, but he's he's 37. Yeah, he's had a fantastic career, and this debate 
a year ago, or as you say, even five weeks ago, is probably different. But it's it's looked so woeful that I I just wouldn't wouldn't trust him. Certainly wouldn't trust him to do better than Tannehill before we saw the last two or three weeks. You know, let let alone now. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, Philip Philip might want to move to Nashville, but uh, he's more than welcome to. It's a nice place to retire to. I was going to say, I want to move to Nashville, but it's not going to make me the starting QB. <laughs> um, my my instinct was also ago, the more the question Five came. weeks ago, Miles, you would have had a great <laughs> shot, son. I reckon I've still got more movement than him. Um, so I still think, well, my gut instinct was to when the questions were asked was, I'm happy with Tannehill for the time being. It's not a, I don't like Rivers or it just, it's just almost like a, a lack of excitement. Like if he comes in next year, I can't see everyone sort of being either yay or nay it's just at this point in his career it's just a bit of a meh isn't it it's it's I think a lot of people have been sold by Tannehill over the past few weeks and yeah on a personal level I, I like the idea of it being Tannehill next year and yeah if we can pick up a QB whether or not it's one of these top three that they're expecting in the next draft but if we can get someone to get him in getting coached properly which I know a few people have said they felt was the issue a few years ago with Mariotta at the level of how he was coached from the beginning. If we can get someone in, get him under the wings and get him coached up properly and ready, then I'd lean towards that rather than a what, 36, 37-year-old person who, over the past couple of weeks, he's from, like, what, seven interceptions in two weeks? And, like, the way he just fell to the ground against Kansas when he threw his final pick, it was just like, there was no leadership there. It was, it was a defeated person who just looked like he didn't want to be there. And personally, that's not what I want with my team but at the same time if it gets announced that he's our quarterback next year I'll I'll back him and hope he does well but I just at this moment in time I'm yeah I'm, I'm sold by Tannehill which I never thought I'd say especially when he was at Miami I was never a big fan but he's really sold himself to me and even interviews that I've seen in the locker room with him he's he's, he's saying the right things and coming across well so I'm sold by him for the time being <laughs> things <laughs> change quickly oh, don't they well yeah so yeah, I've got a few questions then. Are we are we too nice? Uh, we've all been sold by Ryan Tannehill. We've enjoyed the wins. We've enjoyed his commitment, etc. But I, I still firmly believe that Philip Rivers is an upgrade on Ryan Tannehill, and and I think I think many people would agree as well. Are, are we too nice? Are we not ruthless enough to attack people to art too easily, and and we can't take his emotion out of a personnel decision? Also, do you think another thing that, that I, I, I hadn't thought about Rivers and it dawned on me while you guys were talking to change the system to fit Philip Rivers would be costly because I don't think his offensive line is good enough. Um, I don't think we've got enough veteran talent around him for him to think that he could come here and win. So, when you're talking about extensions for his current players and taking on an expensive salary like Rivers, is it feasible? for him to come here and also for us to change the system to suit his game. No. The, this, this leads me on to the fact, I mean, he's, he's 37 years old um, and that, that for me is one of the, the biggest things. I mean, it's not, if he's 31 and he's, he's having a, a dip in form, you might say, oh, okay, he's not having a great time this year. You expect him to come good. You know, don't don't get me wrong. The guy's had what fifteen a fifteen year career in the NFL, um, you know, one child per year I think his average is. But, but he 
he's uh, <laughs> largely been largely been prolific. You know, it's just been the last year or two where he's taken a dip, and sadly, the trend is likely to continue there. He'll be 38 next year. But this this brings me on to the fact that you know if we was it Neil who you were comparing Tannehill to Matt Hasselbeck, and I thought that was a great comparison because you 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 draft a QB. Say the say the Titans. Now I'm not sure we necessarily have time to get into what's going on with Tua and his injury and where he might he might fall to. But say the say the Titans draft a quarterback next year, whoever that may be. And it might be somebody in an ideal world sits behind somebody that might be Tannehill, but yes, Philip Rivers is going to be a free agent, as is Ryan Tannehill. Um, but there are quite a number of other quarterbacks in the NFL who will also be free agents. Um, so this this list that I'm stealing, um, but yeah, Breeze and Brady, uh, the the Brady rumors have been talked about already. You've also got Dak Prescott, Cam Newton. Jameis Winston, some guy called Marcus Mariota, um, Andy Dalton, Eli Manning, probably best gloss over that, and Joe Flacco. Okay, a couple of those names, you're probably having a similar conversation to the one we just had about Philip Rivers, but there are two or three there that I would gladly have. Um, I, don't, uh, I don't know what, what anyone else thinks about that. Is that what, if, if it's Tannehill, great, but if, it, if it's not, there's surely a better choice or better option out there than Rivers it, it, it was the, the scheme conversation we had before I, I, the idea of that Prescott who over the past couple of weeks to be honest I see Dallas offering the contract the way he's been playing whether yeah, that's the sure, sort of contract yeah. he wants but him and again with Newton who are both sort of more you know they'll, they'll, they'll be able to run with the ball and a lot more movement does our line fit that sort of quarterback because they've got to then get up and get moving I know how we love our screens and that sort of movement but You've got to be willing to shift and move around as they do. Um, of the names that I mentioned, Flacco doesn't interest me at all. I, I half expect Flacco to pass. And Andy Dalton was one of them names that I thought, you know, when he had his playoff runs with the Bengals, I quite liked them. But my main issue comes, the whole thing that it comes down to is, when you do a quarterback change, it's, it's a big thing. So when we went from Mariota to Tannehill, it was a big change, and everyone has their opinions. So whoever we change to next, if we do, and we don't sit to Tannehill, I want it to be a name that... I know it's I know it's a, a business, but I want that excitement level. Now, if you tell me that we're changing to someone like, like Dalton, will I actually be excited by it? That's why I like the idea of drafting someone who's someone you can get behind. You've seen a few teams this year that have done the same, where they've they've changed the way that they... They've had that veteran in, and now they've opted to have a new um, a draft prospect in. And I just like that excitement level, and that's what I want to see. That I just can't see any of the list of veterans in that sort of name that makes me think, wow, yeah, let's do, let's do a quarterback change. Not not to add back to Rivers, but I think, I think you're underrating him in that aspect as far mm. as bringing an excitement level because he is a big name in... in in the wider media or the national media. And I, and I think if you look at his body of work, he's, he's dragged some terrible charges games to better records and playoff places that, that they should have never had. And I think I think you're underrating like how it would bring a buzz if we got Philip Rivers. Um, I don't dispute any of that. I just don't think he can do it anymore. That's that's all yeah. I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, that's, he doesn't that's, deserve that's obviously that. fair enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's yeah, the problem with the list totally. of... Uh, 
I totally get. I totally get that you might you might think he's finished and he's not exactly covering himself in glory. But I I think with a scheme that he could succeed in and a, and a team built around his strengths, which I don't think San Diego had. They're a bit of a mess. That you know they've got some explosive offensive players and they've got a couple of elite defensive players. But I don't think they're set up for a 37, 38-year-old quarterback to win. I think the, the a young up-and-coming team with a veteran QB, and I don't think I don't think we are that. Yeah, we have got some young players. We have got a lot of veteran presence, and we've got a team that a lot of people say is ready to win. And I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate, but I think Phillips, I think Rivers is a better fit than people think. My problem is change, changing the scheme to fit Rivers <laughs> for one potentially two seasons. Are you going to find a quarterback who's then going to fit that scheme? in the draft this year is there one I mean I'm looking at down down the kind of list I think a lot of them nowadays the, the new style of quarterback that are coming through generally uh, maybe this is just an age thing I, I don't know but they're, they're cut from a slightly different cloth in my opinion and I think that if you go and change the scheme to fit to fit Rivers I don't know if it's going to actually give us any real success to do that but obviously would would be a lot better than sticking him in our current scheme where he's just going to get eaten up and then the new quarterback, whoever that person may be, whether it is Tua, whether it's from, whether it's well, probably definitely won't be Burrow, but whoever it may be, has got to then go in and either into a brand new scheme, completely different scheme to what they've just sat behind for the first year or two years. And it's all just very much changing again. And so for me, I think a lot of the quarterbacks are probably in a more similar elk than Tannehill. Um, and I think it would mean that the scheme that we've been running for the last... I don't know, a couple of years or so, if they want to continue with that kind of scheme, then it's something that a new quarterback could go into a lot easier than changing it uh, to fit a 38-year-old guy who's basically there to collect his, his pension. Um, not, it's, I, I don't, look, I'm not under, I don't underestimate he's had a, an amazing career. I just don't think, as Adam said, I don't think he's got it anymore. I don't think he's going to come in and, and the, only, the only benefit I see of, of having him in is it's a hell of a quarterback, as in hell of a quarterback previously, uh, to have a rookie sit behind. Oh, uh, no, you'd ne- I'd never dispute that for a second. I think you'd be terrific for that. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. That is, that is all. That is all I see. I don't see any any other benefit uh, ahead of picking him over Tannehill. Other than that, there you go. I love how we. Well, we don't have the answers, do we? We we got the discussion. No, just a pointless twenty minute debate. That's all it was. But... <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's almost like there've been other debates recently that have happened. That yeah, there's a lot of discussion, but you don't get you don't get any rock solid answers, do you? <laughs> <laughs> does does that bring us on to non Titans related? I hope we're not going to cover that, um, but maybe we will. Who's who's most likely to get into that? No, we're all better than that, surely. I'm looking at you, Neil. I don't know why. No, no, uh, no politics. <laughs> definitely no. Politics. Definitely, definitely, definitely no politics. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll kick off. I'll kick off with mine. So um, mine's actually a, a bit of a question for you guys because, in my opinion, there's only one right answer. Uh, this is actually something that, for anyone who's uh, listening in the US, you probably won't understand a single, well, pro- unlikely to understand, and because it's not a million miles away from Christmas. My question to you guys is Cadbury Heroes, Roses or Celebrations? Oh, heroes. 
for me. Personally. Heroes, heroes. Yeah. You've you've not put the best one in there though. Quality Street. Oh, oh no, uh, no, no. I'm leaning towards the celebrations. And... Yeah, well, you, you end up you, with all the bounties thank you for at the end. Us for Adam, Adam's final podcast <laughs> on the Transatlantic title. <laughs> quality Street. There's no quality in them. Um, if if out of those three, I'd go heroes, but Rose, roses are just yeah. They're they're, they're on a par with quality street, in my opinion. Yeah, but the the toffee penny and the toffee finger. I prefer coronation. And that isn't a euphemism. Well, Mark, are you, are you on are you on the heroes? I mean, I think I'm celebrations. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I think I'm celebrations. I, I, bet, I bet you like bounties, don't you? No, I don't like bounties. I yeah, hate yeah. What what do you do with all the bounties that are left over at the end? They'll be there for years, won't they? Makes <laughs> <laughs> it the only thing I let her have out of them. But what, yeah. about, uh, what about a dream team from the uh, the three aforementioned tins? If you could only pick five, a dream team made up of the three, like for instance, I'd have like a green triangle. Uh, yeah. I'd have I'd have Snickers. I'd have like a plain dairy milk. Um, I think I have that purple quality stream with nut in middle. They used to. Sell, in, fa- in fact, yeah. in fact, this is worth a Google. I've no, I could be questionable what. sources on this. I think it might be John Lewis that are selling like a pick and mix quality street. Like you yeah. turn up, you fill your tin up with whatever you want, so you don't oh, have yeah. to. You don't have to stick the coconut eclairs in. Or the whatever you don't like, and you can just go and just get like a tin of tin of green triangles. I just got to say, just green triangles, isn't it? I'm really sorry to our American listeners. Um, Google it, guys. Yeah, and and trust me, they're all better than Hershey's. I was just about to say, yeah, buy yourself a milk tray and do yourself a favor. (laughs) 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 You haven't haven't lived until you've had some uh, some heroes, but they are miles better than Hershey's, aren't they? But yeah, no, uh, that that was my question, and um, it went about as well as the quiz. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're still wrong. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you you weren't, Miles. (laughs) You you, you were the only one that was wrong in the end, well, apart from Quality Street over there. Quality Street. Blimey! Just I hope that yeah, I've done it. That's it. Yeah, if 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 we had no credibility after the quiz, <laughs> I certainly don't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miles, what have you got? Anything? Um, I've I've got a a, a man one. So on on Friday just gone, we had our um, Academy Awards evening uh, with the Chester Romans, and so everyone was all nice and smart and suited up, and uh. We noticed a couple of times that a couple of the uh, younger players who won awards, congratulations to them, um, were rocking suits with no socks. What? So, I'm, and Harry will enjoy this, I'm 27 years young. Uh, <laughs> Great callback. <laughs> hope you're feeling well, Harry. Um, but to me, it, I just hate it. You know when you're out in public and you just see it where there's no socks? I just don't, I don't get it. And I'm hoping everyone agrees. I'm sure someone there is now going to call me out, but I just, I just didn't get it. Think of the blisters. Yep, what that's the first thing I thought about. I, I'm going to have to be honest here. Uh, I'm not a shoe guy. I wear, I wear like if I wear a suit, I wear like shoe-esque trainers. Mm. Do you know what I mean? 
Uh, that, that's, that's that's a that's comfort. That's that function. Yeah. That, I can I can live with that. But no socks. Yeah, what? and um, and every single one of them that came up and got their award, just me and the coaches just were just mocking them happily in front of all the parents of just what are you doing? <laughs> where, where, where they also wearing trousers that were like about one size too small in in the leg department, so oh, they're also oh, like half, r- practically half, three quarter length. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds about right. Sure. Showing the ankle. Yeah. Yep. Um, wow. I'll I'll get mine. In fact, I, I don't. I don't talk about this at length because it's the sort of thing I could mention and it spark another half an hour's worth of debate. I am just simply stunned that Tottenham Hotspur have sacked Mauricio Pochettino and employed uh-huh. Jose Mourinho. Having said that, the more it's sunk in over the last twenty-four hours, the more it. I'm starting to deal with it, but I. It's just a, one of the best guys in football with the round ball, Mauricio Pochettino. You know, as great a manager as he's been, he's an even better bloke, and it just, I just feel sad about it. Really, you've just lost your dressing room. Put it that way. I don't think there's a single dressing room that Jose Mourinho, apart from probably his, maybe his first spell with Chelsea. He, the guy is, he, I don't know if it's just like an ego thing, but everywhere he's, he's been. He's got an ego? Really? I've, I've heard. <laughs> I've, I've read somewhere on Twitter. Um, but yeah, he, the guy just loses dressing rooms at a drop of a hat. And especially in this day and age with player power and God knows what going on, uh, that is not going to last, surely. That is going to, that is going to all end in tears. You might, you might win a, uh, Carling Cup or whatever it's called nowadays. Uh, the thing, or... the thing about following Tottenham is it's generally, it's generally quite, I was going to say good fun. I'm not even sure that's true. But people sort of don't hate you from afar or they, they can have a bit of affection with what you're trying to do. That isn't the case anymore. Now they're just going to laugh at you. and oh, it's Yeah, Arsenal and maybe Chelsea accepted. But yeah. I, oh, honestly, I, I, I'm it's, reeling. Well, it was really, really calm. No, I was just going to say, it can't be worse. Our, our manager, uh, Stevenish fan, obviously, our manager just got uh, charged for being racist. Racism. So, yeah, I saw yeah. that. <laughs> so, uh, could, could be worse, Adam. Yeah, same as our goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> our goalkeeper's had a go at that as well, so... Well, hold on, oh, knock on wood. Oxford are fine. Oxford are fine. We're doing all right. <laughs> well, something will come out in the next few minutes, I'm sure. <laughs> Neil, let's, let's finish off with, uh, with yourself. Uh, it's it's not earth shattering, but I've got a big in my monitor about this Disney Plus carry on. So obviously everybody <laughs> everybody know everybody is aware of Netflix, etc., Amazon, blah blah blah. Disney have released Disney Plus, which is rivaling Netflix or supposed to be rivaling Netflix, uh, but only in America, which is really odd because they've got like original series. It's like continuation of Marvel Universe, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. They've got original Star Wars series, things like that. And for some reason, one of the biggest markets they've totally neglected, and it's not being released till end of March next year. As if like you can go on Twitter and avoid any spoilers for any like culturally relevant or contemporary series nowadays. So I don't I don't understand why they're expecting people in one of the biggest markets to wait that long. And lo and behold, I read last week that that new Star Wars series is the most pirated, pirated yeah. in 19 already. 
<laughs> I just don't get it. I think I don't know if it's an infrastructure thing, but then you think Disney should just be able to buy most expensive servers, hire best team, pretty much the hire everybody away from Netflix if they wanted to. So I've just got no idea why that's happening. So you guys that are listening in America, enjoy all that sweet content and we'll wait till March. <laughs> <laughs> It does seem, it does feel like a story from twenty years ago, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, really, it's yeah. very. Uh, it's twenty nineteen, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, it won't. It won't be without its teething problems when it does come in March. I'm sure. Basically, yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's already been crashing, hasn't it? They've already said they've been having trouble with it. So yeah, can say it's not been running properly. Yeah, first day in states, I think it went down. Uh, they didn't, they didn't um, anticipate the demand, but there's never been a, a live action Star Wars series, and I don't know if you've heard like, but Star Wars is like quite popular. <laughs> so um, I don't know how they managed to misjudge that. He's really he's people really halfway angry. through a viewing he's of really, Tarzan. He's really angry about this, isn't he? You can see it in his face. He's yeah, yeah. I mean, I may or. <laughs> I may or may have not watched it through nefarious means, but I'm still happy <laughs> about it. <laughs> cut, cut that bit out, Adam. Cut that bit out. <laughs> nah. <laughs> there was uh, no nothing admitted to in that that I heard anyway. Right, let's uh, let's wrap it up, boys. Um, a pleasure as ever. Hope, well, hope everyone listening's enjoyed it. As always, let us know what you think at Transatlantic TN on Twitter and join our Facebook group if you haven't already. Um, let us know. Give us some feedback. Um, I'm sorry the quiz was about a tenth as entertaining as an interview with Jim Wyatt, but if you want, just go back and listen to it again. Knock yourselves out. Uh, we'll be we'll be back next week, I guess. Um, some of us, all of us, who knows? We'll we'll see. Um, we'll catch you then. Tighten up, everybody. Beat the Jags. Beat the jacks, yes. <laughs>